It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to another summer stunt series episode of The Chaser Report. Charles Firth is here. I'm Dom Knight. And Andrew Hansen steps up to the mic today. Hello, Andrew. Yes, indeed. Hello there, Dommy and Charles. It's very, very nice to be back. We've hardly seen you all year, Andrew. What have oh, you been up to? Been an absolute arse of a year, really. I, I, look, I've been, I've been working on, you know, I've had to work on these other things and especially working on putting together a live tour. Oh, look, I haven't written any jokes for it yet, but it is coming. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be <laughs> taking a live show around Australia. Next year, and it's going to have funny songs and sketches in it. I but but I've spent all year trying to think of one, haven't come up with one yet. And this is, of course, being sent out in January, which means by next year you actually mean this year. Oh, and, sorry, and I mean, are, oh, yes, yes, yes. We are actually in January. Yeah, sorry, yeah you know January. how for the first few days of January you can't remember that it's yeah. this year and not next year. Yeah, that's what that, I don't that's know what, what year it is. I don't know what bloody year it is. Yeah. I, all but, I want you to do is come to see my live show. But also, given the history of your live shows, Andrew, it probably will be next year. <laughs> well, maybe give it, because it, everything goes wrong, doesn't it? Well, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a premise for the show. Mm. I've got a premise. It's called "Everyone Else Is Wrong," because that's what everyone thinks, right? Um, you know, we all, we all just think that we're the only person who's right at the moment. That's the way the world has gone. But I'm the only one who is right. So oh. I'm going to spend the whole live show explaining <laughs> to you in song and sketch why you're wrong and I'm right. You sound like my wife. Well, there you go. She'll love this show. Or She'll every single member of the Chaser at any writers' meeting. Um, <laughs> they will all love. Yes, they'll all love this. They'll all agree. But, with me. Um, Andrew, you also you very modestly um, have admitted that uh, I saw in the ABC upfronts mm. that you've got you're starring in your own. ABC TV show this year. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I, quite, I wouldn't tour if I didn't have a TV show to, to cash in on. God. Oh, yeah, of course. I'd be, yeah. I wouldn't sell any tickets. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a TV show coming called Stories from Oz, which is where you know, we, we retell true stories as musicals. And, and, and I've, I, I've heard people who have seen it just say it's the most amazing thing in the world. It's going to be the show of the year. So. Well, the, they do. This is what they say. But I don't know when it's coming. It might be. It could be coming any any time. Who knows? Mm. I don't know. But it is the most amazing show ever. The trailer. <laughs> the trailer looked amazing. I mean, there were these incredible kind of triple threat young dancers and singers and actors, and then two old guys um, who yeah. seem to awkwardly be jammed into things as well. But <laughs> but the I young sort of stage performers seemed incredible. I can't wait to see They're them. They're talented. In They're talented. Chris Taylor and I, who 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 run the show, yeah. Admittedly, we we just bumble and stumble through the dance routine wheezing and puffing and tripping over. I think I saw Chris Taylor singing in a, in a yeah, clip. Yeah, he sing. This is the hilarious thing about Stories from Oz, which is the name of this show. It's, is that it, it's all comedy songs, right, and, and documentary mm. stuff mixed together, right? So it's kind of like a history doco where all the reenactments are, are musicals. And it, and it, it comes from a, a... It's a format. It's a Norwegian show originally called Stories from Norway that Chris and I mm. loved and we, and we arranged to sort of get hold of this format. But, but yeah, Chris, he only sings one song out of oh. the whole series because there are 36 songs in the series. More, yeah. actually. Um, he only sings one because he's not a singer. 
It's terrible zinger. And mm. uh, but but that's the song in the trailer. For some reason, that was the <laughs> oh, the ideal. No. It was the most trailer friendly song. And so all these brilliant triple threat musical stars, you know, mm. they're they're not singing in the trailer. And Chris Taylor is. <laughs> One of the absolute highlights of the Chaser TV shows were the songs that you and, and Chris wrote together, performed exclusively by you. I think um, every time anyone from the Chaser was ever seen singing, it was just Andrew multi-tracking. Not um, exclusively, Donny. Not exclusively. Not if life were a musical. Oh, no, they, they often were you multi-track, weren't they? Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, well, look, I did write a song for If Life Were a Musical where, where Craig Rewcastle was was cast as the lead singer. Oh no. Um, oh, Andrew. That doesn't sound like a thorough creative oh, process, Hanson. I don't I, remember. I did this. Were there open auditions purpose. for that? I, uh, there were no auditions. No, no. I can't I, I had this idea that uh, the biggest irony in the world cuz Craig is incredibly musically untalented. He's he's oh, an yeah. even worse singer than actor, and that's saying something. <laughs> and like he's shockingly bad. And so I thought it would be funny if we burst into a, an actual talent agency and Craig performed an audition for them, you know, j- just in their office. Ah, oh, I see, yes. And so, uh, so that's why, you know, because the, the premise of this but, piece but was did, that we perform musicals did, in real places. How did the ABC, because surely you had to do risk assessments mm. for all the sketches. Like, oh, not back then. This was a long time ago, Charles. There was no risk assessments back then. No, the risk is, I remember what that was. The risk assessment always said, uh, trespass. If asked to leave, you leave. <laughs> Generally, no, no, about ten minutes of utter bewilderment before people re- realise they could ask the chaser to leave. So we got but, a piece. But surely the the risk assessment on that would have been people will hear Craig singing. <laughs> yes, I see it, what it was risky. <laughs> it was well. We should have a trigger deadly. warning right now. We should have a trigger warning for this show right now because I think we're going to assault your ears pretty soon with Craig singing, aren't we? What is the opposite oh, really? of a triple threat? Is it a zero threat or is it some sort <laughs> yes, of negative it's, number? It's a Rucastle zero threat. He's a, he's a zero threat. Should should we brace ourselves and have a listen to um to Craig Rucastle? Diving into this, you did do trigger warnings on our radio show. Actually, a trigger you warning. Trigger warning. Can you just come up with a trigger warning, perhaps for um, yes, for this trigger warning. If you are offended by complete lack of musicality and talent, <laughs> then block your ears in in preparation for Craig Rucastle, who is going to take lead vocal in this very upsetting piece. <laughs> Talent agency, isn't it? Because I just want to, I want to show you something. I'm, uh, can you sign me up? Is that alright? There's a few things where we can sort them out. I promise you. I promise you. All that I want is to be a pop star, <laughs> shooting up the charts with hit after hit. I live in a mansion and drive a fast car, but the problem I've got is I can't sing for shit. It's the problem I've got is I can't sing for shit. The other chaser guys can sing like birds But when I open my mouth I sound like a tweet I'm out of tune, can't remember the words But hey, can I sing for shit? When he sings in an ensemble He gets in a tears Stop 
Well done, Andrew. Ah, oh, that was that was tough to teach him, even to that level. Uh, to try and teach him that song mm. was really, really. But tough. was he trying to sound shit? Like, was that actually? No, like, no, he was he was trying to he was trying to do his best. I we I didn't tell him the idea. I I, I said, look, you'll go in, and uh, he's Craig. He's he's very alpha. You know, he's very. Oh, yeah, he's he's he thought he was going to be cast. Yeah, he thought he was going to be cast in the lead of the the, the the boy from Oz or something. There was um yeah, I mean the the great thing about that was you could he quite often hit the note, but it was really random as to whether he did or not. Mm. So <laughs> clearly that he wasn't mind, trying to sound terrible. Mind you, I think he almost as good a singer as Hugh Jackman. So maybe he does have a long. <laughs> Long career in musical. What are you saying here? What are you saying? Hugh Jackman's a terrible singer. I remember once oh. for a stage show, there was an argument over whether he or I should appear in a duet with Andrew Hansen, which um, was mercifully cut because it was appalling. But his argument was that you didn't actually need to sing in pitch. What you needed was chutzpah confidence, on the stage. Yes. Confidence. And I <laughs> yeah, argued that you is... needed to hit the note. But, you know, we never resolved <laughs> that one. Well, we, we, should, we should have put it to the test and put him on stage, really, because the audience would have decided... You know, I would have liked to see them all walk out on on him, and he would have finally he would have still blamed someone else. If you do a series two of um, stories from Oz, you should definitely have a Craig Rucastle singing cameo. I think that would be um, a great way to end the series, possibly forever. Yeah, yeah, I want the show. I'd prefer the show to rate actually, Dommy. I really would. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. I, I used to hate doing it. I mean, those musical things were very stressful because you, you had to carry in. Not only did you have to burst into the place and sing, mm. but um, we had to have a very loud and large speaker that, mm. that you would wheel in to the, to the office or whatever so that we could hear the music because you had to sing along to it. So most of the difficulty was lugging this enormous speaker around. And, you know, it's not fast. You can't burst mm, in no. somewhere really fast with a huge speaker. So it was really awkward and embarrassing because you'd, you'd, you'd sort of slowly trundle this giant speaker into somewhere and the people in there would be going, what the fuck are you doing? What, 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 what is this big speaker? That you <laughs> Do you need a hand with that? What? Can we help you carry this in? <laughs> I love the ones in, um, in Martin Place and, and places like, you know, outdoor ones where people were kind of like, what's going on? And they were, people, passers-by were actually caught up in it. And then a lot of them ended up actually joining the fray during the course of the thing and dancing along, particularly when they knew who you were. It just became it became almost like a performance art thing. It was great. Well, yeah, if people were drunk enough, they'd come and they'd come and dance along. D- did yeah. you ever not succeed? Like, was, did it ever go wrong? Because I imagine having the large speaker means that. You sort of can't be made to leave quickly anyway. So you can <laughs> get the true. whole thing out. No, you couldn't. That was the oh yeah, that was extremely awkward. Like you know, when they got angry at us, which was sometimes. Oh really? Then, then you'd have to slowly leave with this enormous speaker. That was horrible. When, yeah. when did they get angry? Yeah. There was a medical center. There's another reply for a musical, which which is about a waiting room, and um, uh, it was another one I wrote. I think that Chris and I sat in a, a doctor's waiting room and and sang. Waiting, I'm just waiting, like this. 
and uh, it was a funny idea. The, but and and actually, most of the medical rooms we did it in were were fine about it. Mm. But there mm. there was one that they got very very pissed off indeed. And yeah, just just uh, leaving with that big speaker. Well, you, you probably awful. shouldn't have done it in like a hearing problems clinic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should have taken Craig to that. <laughs> they, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have understood the gag. It, it, I kind of love the extent that we played with the just the practicalities of these things. Like whenever there was a big a big prop, even kicking you out took so long that we got a piece from it many times, and then you just kind of kept going. It was just. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of yeah, hard the, the, to evict people without without it, you know, taking a few minutes and, and getting some more lines in. You know, that, that's true, and it kind of gives you an ending to the piece. Mm. You know, it was it was disappointing if you didn't get kicked out, really, because you, then you sort of didn't necessarily have much of an ending to the piece. I think that's a, another reason we started doing musical numbers, though, because mm. the, the song ends. So even if you don't get kicked out, yes. there's, there's a there's a sense that it's finished. Mm. Um, mm. But, you know, because the music ends. And so with a big, big grand finale, and then you can cut. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Right. And I think other people. I mean, it, it, I think doing musicals in real life places. It, 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 I noticed um, shortly after we did it on TV, that people on YouTube started to do it. Mm. I think. You know, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. TikToky now. I think. Yeah, I think it's quite common now. I remember mm. a few years later. Yeah, like there, there was that. Um, there's that comedy group called the Janoskians. I remember oh, they started yeah, yeah. doing it a few years after after we did it. Um, so I presume you collect royalties on that. I'm I'm so rich from from yeah. all the Janoskians performing music <laughs> numbers in in food courts. So Andrew, I, I've actually seen a few of the episodes of the Norwegian format that you're yeah stories from Norway. It's, it's brilliant. I, it's a I great have, show. There is one thing that I really didn't like about the show, so I'm just oh. wondering whether um, what, what, what what what's what you beef which with? is that it was in Norwegian. Do you, have well, we know we look. We've slavishly adhered to that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very respectful of the original format. So, yeah. my new TV show is, is entirely in Norwegian, and uh, so I advise you to brush up now if you want to enjoy it. Yeah, and most yeah. Australians won't have much trouble. That's yeah. following a Norwegian show, will Could, they? I mean, we we we're all pretty fluent. Yeah, because you're telling stories like you know the Michelle Corby. You know, getting caught. Oh, with Chappelle, 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 Chappelle Corby. Yeah. Well, that, that story is best it, told in Norwegian. In Norwegian, yes. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine it's sort of. It's and, and there's no, su- no subtitles, I assume. No, no, no. Oh, good, look in the Lord, version no, I saw, there no. was no subtitles. That would cheapen yeah. it. That would cheapen it. Yeah. No, no. And and the story of um, you know Princess Mary from Tasmania. Um, oh, yeah. Norwegian. It needs to be in Norwegian. Mm. That story. Mm. As as does as does the story. We're also doing the story of Stephen Bradbury, who you know won an Olympic gold medal when all the other skaters fell over, and I think it, uh, that very much lends itself to a Norwegian saga sort of telling. Was there a temptation to choose really morbid stories that were very depressing? Oh Lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, funnily enough, <laughs> I always wanted to choose fun, light-hearted stories. <laughs> but it was a weird. There was a weird push actually from some of the executives to go and, and tell these really dark, <laughs> grim stories. And actually, one of the stories is dark. We, you know, the the, the last episode is is about the Tampa affair. Oh, you know, when um, this uh, which which is actually partly to do with Norway because the the ship that rescued all those oh yes of course uh, asylum seekers was a Norwegian. Well, I presume ship. you have all the Norwegians speaking English. Mm. Just to well, we had to try. It took a year. This is why the show takes so long to come out. This is why I can't, I can't tell you when it's going to air. We're still 
we're still teaching them how to speak English so they can tell <laughs> the story. Now all the musical comedy stars, no Norwegian, they're not triple threats; they're quadruple threats. <laughs> they become they become very talented, <laughs> and they'll be yeah, and and they're going to be they're going to rake it in financially because they'll be able to you know do, do all these stage shows in Norway, which would be yeah. very lucrative for them. I've just realised, Andrew, the fact that it's Norwegian that must be Ilvis, is it? I yeah, love yeah, Ilvis. That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The original, what? the original show is by these brilliant guys, uh, the Ilvis brothers. Yeah, what does the fox say? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's one of their big hits. Mm. And uh, and and yeah, Chris and I, you know, watched their show and thought, bloody hell, this is so good. We we're dying to. We should abandon all our own concepts and just. And we we actually just rang up um, SBS, who had the show, and asked if we could make an Australian version of it. And they they said oh well and then they sort of let us do some development for it, um, although it ended up being on ABC in the end because SBS had no money. Hmm. That feels awkward. <laughs> well, it, uh, it was actually okay. It was surprisingly friendly. We were really amazed because we thought, oh, this is dead in the water now, because uh, you know, yeah, yeah. SBS said, oh well, you know, you know, here we've done the you've done the development. We love what you've done. We like the songs you've written. Mm. But we don't have enough money to make the show. We've realised so goodbye. That's, that's everyone's experience of SBS. They, they were really nice development. Well, and then they say, "Oh, by the way, we don't we don't have any money to we make any it. money." It, yeah. Great show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. It we sounds the, the like classic. it would be really good if we had any money. <laughs> yeah, we had the classic SBS experience. Uh, luckily, ABC took it. It's very slowly. I mean, it still took years. It really did, didn't it? Yeah. it four, year, four years ago we started on this. Because all the stories actually contemporary stories and now they're historical <laughs> stories. Yes, so. yes, it was a fresh show. It, was, it started yeah. as a topical, topical show about comedy. the Tampa affair. We, <laughs> we, it was this brand new... Well, brand I do new. hope it's going to air in Norway. <laughs> well, I hope so too. I mean, I, you know, I don't know how interested they'll be, but you know, mm. we'll, we'll find out, I guess. So that story's from Oz coming to the ABC at some point uh, this year. So... Along with looking back on some of the stuff from the Chaser TV shows, we've all given you a sneak preview of the next one from members of the team. Well, I hope you enjoyed that sneaky preview. Let's have a little bit of the audio from Stories from Oz to go add on to give it a full preview. It was completely surreal. The world's view was just complete disbelief. About this Ferris wheel, a very large heavy bolt just fell and nearly hit one of our painters. I told you I was down to words, I've got a... It was a TV event. Only in Australia could you go to a pub on a Saturday night in Sydney and pick up a prince. My name is Mary Donaldson. That night was perhaps the worst night of my life. She really did do the role of the innocent drug mule really well. This is what we train to do. Where are these soldiers? Yes, sir. We always follow orders. The cream of the... It was a bit of a circus. Just a brain fart. Such an unlikely story. Everything that came after that, well, it all just went nuts. <laughs> It's the biggest story in Australia, and I went, the world. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. It was bloody great. 
Our gears from Rode Microphones, we're part of the ACAST Creator Network, and we'll have another summer stunt series episode for you tomorrow. Catch you then. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.